and the brave new world begins. When all men are paid for existing, and no man must pay for his sins, as surely as water will wet us, as surely as fire will burn, the gods of the copybook headings with terror and slaughter return. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us for another episode of the Copybook Headings podcast. If you're a new listener just joining us for the first time, this show is inspired by the poem by Rudyard Kipling called The Gods of the Copybook Headings. And every week we take an old proverb, saying, or maxim, and we break it down to see what we can learn from it, see if there's still any relevance to these old sayings today. I'm your host, Patrick Payne, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Andrew Stevens. Andrew, how are you? Doing great. How are you? Oh, doing good, man. We were just talking off air. I've been very busy starting a new job and and uh, got lots of training, lots of stuff to learn. So it kind of swamped them. I'm out of town next week, but fear not, good, uh, faithful listener, we will have an episode for you. Um, we're <laughs> recording some extra ones. We'll have it up. But uh, yeah, doing pretty good. How about you? Yeah, doing doing all right. We've got, um, for the most part, everyone healthy and happy around here and just... Uh, Winter's starting to creep in and mm-hmm. getting some snow up in the mountains and everything. And yeah, it's good. Love it. Love this time of year. We're getting a little dusting up on the mountains where I am too. We were uh, talking about being sick. My, my family was like violently ill over the last week, two weeks-ish, mm-hmm. like come and go. My wife was super sick and one of my kids is super sick. And it was just like bad stomach, fever, throwing up, all sorts of nasty stuff. Turns out we're finding out from our, one of our neighbors who does construction, they were like trying to put in, like expand into our, our little subdivision area and they were testing the water and the water was failing these tests. What? And so we're thinking that the city water is poisoned and it was poisoning us. And so we're like, all right, bottled water from now on, don't drink the tap water. So I don't know if that's really what's going on, but according to him, so. Wow. Yeah. We got, that's we got a deal. flint. Michigan situation over here, I guess, but yeah, hopefully that gets resolved soon, but yeah, apart from that for your town in the news, I guess, (laughs) I guess so. But anyway, all right. Uh, yeah, apart from that doing good. So we got a good, uh, got a good proverb this week. This one is one you picked. Yeah. Just, you know, I went to our, our list of list of proverbs and, uh, found one that that stuck out to me for today and it is a little learning is a dangerous thing. Mm-hmm. Um, this one goes back to Alexander Pope, the, the English poet. Um, at least I think he's English. If he's, if he's Scottish, then forgive me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> British anyway. Um, sure. yeah. So this is from his, his poem, an essay on criticism. Um, and, that essay also has some other good ones. Maybe we'll want to to hit up soon. Like, uh, for example, to err is human, to forgive divine, and for fools rush in where angels fear to tread. Both those mm. lines are from his poem. So it's a, it's a big hit. And um, and to to pour some salt in the wound, he wrote this when he was 23. So that's oh, <laughs> <laughs> dang, Pope had some um, bangers there. A lot of those are good yeah. ones. Those are great, yeah. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, if I can, I can even read the little the little stanza this is from. Yeah, heck yeah. So, a little learning is a dangerous thing. Drink deep or taste not the Pyrian spring. 
Their shallow drafts intoxicate the brain, and drinking largely sobers us again. Uh, fired at first sight with what the muse imparts, in fearless youth we tempt the height of arts, while from the bounded level of our mind short views we take, nor see the lengths behind. But more advanced behold with strange surprise new distant scenes of endless science rise. Hmm. So he's taking on literary critics here um, in this poem. Uh, I should go back. I read it some years ago and should probably read it again, the whole thing. But uh, so what, what's what's your take on that? Uh, having heard that or, you know, what do you think of this one? Or what was your first thoughts when when I sent you this one? What were you yeah. Thinking? When I first read it, the first thought was that, you know, when like there's that learning curve, right? When you're learning something mm-hmm. new and it when you're at the beginning, you gain a little knowledge and you and OK, it's like, like when you're taken off from a car, the the fastest you're ever going to accelerate is from like zero to five miles an hour. That's right. Cause, cause it's, it's yeah. harder to, it, it, it kind of plateaus off, but the, the fastest acceleration is right at the beginning. And I feel like yeah. that's the same thing when you're learning something, you, you learn something, you're like, Whoa, I knew nothing about this. And now I got some knowledge. And sometimes that's a dangerous spot to be. I think is what this proverb's telling us is that yeah. you walk around, you're like, I knew so little, I knew nothing before. And now I got some knowledge. So you're walking around thinking maybe, maybe you could, it's dangerous because you're a little too overconfident mm-hmm. when you don't realize there's a wealth of knowledge that you still haven't gotten to yet. Is that, is that, yeah. is that kind of, you, is that kind of what you had thought to? Or Yeah, absolutely. That's how I took it. Um, it's, uh, yeah, I think the, the car is a good analogy where you, you that, that big accelerations at the beginning. Yep. Um, anytime you learn something, uh, and also there's that excitement level when you're just yep. getting into something. And so you're excited about a topic, you're learning about it. You haven't gotten to the boring nuance part. It's it's pretty black and white and you just, you, you have a position on it and you excited. You want to tell people about it. You want to change the world with it, uh, but without knowing the full story or, or the full ramifications of what, of what you might be doing. Um, this, I think this bears out in, when we talk about like years in school and in, in high school and college, you know, the sophomore, you know, you're, you're early on in, in your career, sophomore meaning, you know, wise fool. Uh, that's what the word means yep. because you know, that's, that's this stage, right. Where you, you have some, some knowledge, you have, you have some exposure, but not enough that you're um, really completely responsible about how you're using it. Yeah, for sure. And I think uh, 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 a concept a lot of people might be familiar with is the the Dunning-Kruger effect. And I think that relates to this a lot because the Dunning-Kruger effect basically states that, um, well, let me pull it up here so I'll make sure I say it right. But basically that there's a cognitive bias where people with a low knowledge of something tend to overestimate like their their knowledge of or mastery or competence of, of such a Thing, which is basically exactly what we're talking about here. So people talk about Dunning-Kruger, someone will learn a little bit. Uh, you see this with college students a lot. They get into college and they start learning about the world and they go, wow, well now I know everything. <laughs> yeah. You got, you got a lot to, a long way to go. But yeah, so there's this, there's this, uh, it's a common thing. There's, there's a, the, the scientific con- concept of it, of Dunning-Kruger and then, and then these, uh, these old uh, proverbs as well. Yeah. You've got, you know, in, in college, everyone's got the, um, 
a very firm foreign policy stance when they're in college, right? Yeah. Uh, yep. <laughs> they're very sure about themselves. Um, that tends to, to wear off with a little more experience. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, yeah, man, it, it, things are, life is more complicated than, than the, the sophomores <laughs> seem to understand a lot. Mm-hmm. All right. So did anything come to mind from your life when, when this came up? Do you, were you thinking about anything when, when you, when you thought you knew things so well or, or seeing it in your kids or anything like that? Yeah, man, I see this one all the time. And, and, you know, you knew I was going to do it, but I always, you know, I'm going to talk about jujitsu because it all, it's, well, it's that came like, to mind for me too. Yeah. Oh, did it? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. go ahead. Yeah, for sure. It's always because there's just so much to learn and you, you start doing a little bit and, uh, you know, you come in as a white belt and they have these stripes on your belt. So you'll get, you know, up to four stripes before you promote to the next belt. So you get a stripe or two on your white belt and you start thinking, okay, I got the, I got the basics here. And then some new guy will come in off the street and you'll just, you'll just, they know, they know nothing. And they're just rolling around. You just flop them over and choke them. And you're like, man, you're like, yeah, you know, I, I could do this. Mm-hmm. And then, and then you roll, and then you roll with an upper belt, like a brown or a black belt. And you're like, I can't do anything. Like just these, all these, and then they'll show you, they'll, you know, they're, they're there to teach you. They'll show you these little details and, oh, you see your foot how, like this, like your your toe is almost kind of pointed and it should have been flexioned out the other way, like pulling your toe up towards your, your shin. And you're like, I didn't even think about that. You know, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, that's not even a little detail. It's like, well, that's why he was able to slide away from your foot versus getting stuck there. Like you were getting stuck just so much detail. So yeah, that, that's one thing that comes to mind is, is you have these humbling experiences in, in a, in a sport like that, where, where you're just learning and learning. And then, um, but it's, it's when you hit a, hit a little level of success, it's easy to think, wow, now I've, now I've, I've got some, I've got some knowledge here compared to people who don't know anything. And then it's, it's good to keep going because it keeps, keeps you humble. Yeah. I was thinking, well, what I was thinking of with, with martial arts in general is, um, the, the tendency of, of newbies to injure people or, or themselves because they know a little bit, but not enough to be safe with what they're oh, doing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. hundred percent. That happens a lot. Um, I remember when I was a, a new white belt, um, my instructor didn't want me, uh, going with other new white belts. Even after I'd had a stripe or two, he was like, you know what, let's put you with an upper belt and then, or let's put you with someone else and let's put this new guy with a, a really high belt. And sometimes like I had, um, a friend that came in and tried it and he was like, why are they put me with these upper belts? I'm like, no, 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 man. Like, like it's for your safety and theirs. Um, yeah. because you, you probably just don't have the body control to, to be, to be safe. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, it seems like we had the both kind of a similar thought there with, with martial arts and, yeah. and uh, but yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't know if I've talked you into jujitsu yet, but, uh, I know you'd, <laughs> you'd mentioned thinking about it. I'm working yeah, on it. Yeah. It's, it's on, uh, it's, it's getting towards the top of my list. I, I think I, I, I sent you, uh, I sent you a, a website of a place that opened up near me and you said it looked legit. So, uh, yeah. so I should check them out, but yeah. Yeah. Good. It's a gr- great hobby, especially for guys kind of our age. Cause it's not so hard that it's going to beat you up every day, but it's hard enough to make it difficult and interesting, you know? So yeah, good. Yeah. Once I, but, once uh, I start, I'll, I'll definitely let you know and we can turn this into a, a jujitsu podcast. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Heck yeah. 
sorry for all you non-jujitsu guys. We're gonna, you're going to get some, you're going to get some content, but uh, yeah. Um, in terms of uh, other, other stuff I see, I mean, I ru- you run into this with your kids all the time, I think where, you know, they just, they don't realize how much there is and they'll learn a little bit of things. And then they think they, they got it under control and you as the parent kind of have to remind them to, to stay humble. But it, I mean, it's a, it's a temptation that kids fall into. It's a temptation that we as adults fall into. So it's not so easy to do. It's just something I think you have to learn with experience uh, to, to understand that there are lots of people out there that know a lot more than you do. And there, and, and even if you combine all collective human knowledge of everything, everybody knows, there's so much information out there that beyond that, even that we don't know. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to, I'm trying to think my, my, my kids aren't quite there yet with, with, uh, with being know-it-alls. Um, but <laughs> I'm trying to think of, think of my, my own experience being a know-it-all. And I think I've just blacked it out, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I, I definitely, you know, you, you definitely go through that and you, 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 and you also, you feel embarrassed once you finally learn, like when you learn a little bit more that completely changes your previous point of view, it's kind of like, oh shoot, you know, <laughs> like, and so, yep. it, um, and some people will, some people will dig in there at that point, right? They, mm-hmm. they'd rather, they'd rather not change than be, admit they were wrong about something. Um, yeah. and so it definitely takes some humility to be open to realizing that you, you didn't know everything <laughs> and, and, and I think that's a, a big hang up for a lot of people. Yeah. It can be tough sometimes when you're just out having conversations with people to, to spot those who are, you know, really know what they're talking about and people who are just kind of spouting off stuff. Cause there have been times I've had conversations with someone and they'll bring up a topic that I happen to know a fair bit about and they're going on and I'm like, and everyone's like, Oh wow, really? And I'm just kind of like, I don't know if I should jump in here and tell this guy, he doesn't know what he's talking about or yeah. if I should just let us, <laughs> usually I just let it slide. You know, I'm not, I'm not yeah. going to cause, but that's another thing uh, that comes with age. I think. <laughs> I think so. Just, yeah. When I was, when I was younger, I'd wrong about I'd that. it's not a big deal. And... Exactly. But yeah, I've had that experience for sure. When I'm like this guy, man, he thinks he knows, he may know, he knows a little bit, but it's not exactly what he's saying. And so then that's made me think, well, how many times has that guy been me when I've been saying mm-hmm. something and other people are like, man, eh, not exactly, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, well, what, what do you think? Like, since we're almost there anyway, what, what about more broadly, uh, in the culture, is this something that is, uh, practiced and preached that, um, that it's a little knowledge is bad that we need to, if we want to drink deeply, if we're going to drink from, from the spring of knowledge, right. What do you think? Yeah, I think deep knowledge is not very common nowadays in our society where everything's kind of superficial. Yeah. Um, I shudder to think of how many hours I've spent scrolling some, you know, social media page versus how many times I've actually read a physical book. Um, you know, nowadays the, 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 the balance is probably way more over reading tweets or, or, or something mm-hmm. like that, you know, and that's just superficial stuff over and over all day long versus delving deeply into something. And so I definitely think it's more common now to be superficial. Um, I mean, that, that being said, I think there's some recognition of it in some people, some circles, uh, the fact that Dunning Kruger is a, a, a phrase that a lot of people would recognize nowadays is maybe a positive thing. I don't know. What do you think? 
yeah, I, I think that's a positive thing. Um, I just, I was just looking at the, that, that bit of a poem again. And, mm-hmm. um, it's interesting. He, he, um, he makes the, the connection between this, you know, little bit of knowledge with like intoxication, which I think is kind of an interesting comparison that, um, but, but with the, with the irony of when you drink even more, when you drink more deeply, you sober up and, um, yeah, cause you're not quite like the idea is you're not quite in your right mind when you're, when you're just have that little bit of knowledge and, and you're, you're spouting off. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, do you think, I mean, it's, it's definitely harder today to, like you were saying, like with, with how many distractions there are and everything, um, you know, we're kind of trained ourselves to, to not take the deep drinks. Um, what do you think we could do? What do you think people can do? What do you do to try and change that to try and go deeper onto topics, um, learn more about things? Does, what does that, what are the, the gives, what are the takes there? What do you think? Um, to avoid overconfidence, I think part of it is going to be just kind of try to ha- maintain some humility and that's mm-hmm. easier said than done. I mean, that humility is tough. Um, also, I think if you're the smartest guy in the room, you're in the wrong room. Like you should associate with people who know more than you about yeah. certain things, you know, yeah, seek absolutely. out people who are like, dang, this guy makes me feel stupid. Good. You know, like maybe I can learn something from him because he's really sharp. And so, but a lot of people I think like to like to be the the top dog. Well, I think we all do to, to an extent. So um, yeah, don't be afraid to be a fool. Don't be afraid to, to learn. If you don't know something, don't act like you do. Um, you know, and, uh, and try to associate with people who, who know more. I don't know. I, I, I think that's kind of, kind of a good, good way to start. What do you think? Yeah, I, I, I definitely agree with, um, try and surround yourself with people that are smarter than you. I think that's a, that's a great, a great way to, to stay humble and, and to check what you, uh, what you think, you know, about things. Um, I think part of also being able to, to go deep deeper into topics is you have to be willing to abandon the the breadth of topics that you might be interested in uh, and that that's a hard thing to do the um, you know kind of every if you're open in one door you're, it means you're not going to be able to to go through another one right for what so uh, yeah you, you kind of you have to decide what you want to give up what's important what actually interests you and and go deeper into that and and find out, um, and that, that's really how you become knowledgeable because you have to, it, it's a time thing and there's only so much time you've got. For sure. Yeah. That's a really good point. I hadn't thought about that, but, but, uh, yeah, to, to go, to drink deeply from a well, you, you know, there's opportunity cost there. You're not drinking from a hundred other little trickling streams if you're drinking deeply yep. from one well. Right. So, so yeah, if you, if you're, if you want to be knowledgeable on something, that you find very interesting or you find very practical or useful or whatever that you just love, then yeah, you're going to have to, you're going to have to make sacrifices elsewhere. And, um, that's okay. You know, it's okay yeah. to, to be knowledgeable about one thing and, and not knowledgeable about, about something else. It's funny. My, I was just talking to my son about this because he hates to lose. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <clears throat> he's very competitive. He's my little jujitsu champ. 
and he hates to lose at anything. And um, we were playing a game. I think I'd beaten him in chess and he was furious. Yeah. <laughs> you know, at 10 years old, he thinks he should be able to beat his dad at chess. Um, but he also hates it when I let him win and he can tell when I do it. So I have to like, you know, it's kind of a tough situation <laughs> where it's like, I want to play with my son, but he can, he can really kind of get mad. And I was talking to him about it and he was like, I, I want to be good at everything. And I asked him, so there's a guy by the name of Gordon Ryan, who's like the greatest of all time at jujitsu. I mean, this guy's like the Michael Jordan of jujitsu. He's had like a okay. hundred and some odd win streak. Like he just, nobody can beat the guy. And uh, my son knows who he is. <clears throat> and so I asked him and he, he was, uh, I was like, how good do you think he is at, you know, playing this game or, you know, this little board game we're playing or, or this, that, or the other. I'm mm-hmm. like, how good do you think Gordon is at this? And he was like, I don't know. Who cares? <laughs> like, exactly. Who cares? Right. Yeah. Like, does he, do you think he cares if he's, if he's a great, great at playing, you know, risk or something like probably not. He probably doesn't care because he's the greatest in his field at what he does. Right. And so right. I, I was, I'm hoping that helped him understand that, you know, you don't have to be the best at everything. In fact, it's, 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 uh, people get their expertise and their notoriety and their, their success and their careers usually by specializing. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and thinking of, you know, all the people that you like to read, on social media, you know, the people you find interesting, um, chances are they're in what they post is they're very specialized, right? Because they've, mm. they've gotten into one thing and they've gotten good at it and they're interesting about it. And we're seeing like all these things coming in. So we're like, okay, we're taking the most interesting of all the top of all these things, but, but they themselves, the people posting the interesting things aren't doing that. They're really just into their own topic. They're, they're not generalists either. Yeah, that's a really good point. Um, some of the really smartest people that I follow and, and respect, now that I'm thinking about it, there's topics that they don't touch or that I probably know way more than them about, but uh, but they're good at what they at what they comment on and and bring insight to. Did you? Okay, this reminds me of. Did you see that that video that was going around about that IQ test with those people? Um, oh yeah, yeah. That was painful to watch, but kind of funny at the same time. <clears throat> Pardon me. So. There was this video that was going around where they had a, a group of like six people and they had them like college aged, right? Yeah. Like college age people, young people. <clears throat> and they, they had a conversation with each other for a little bit and then they had them rank each other as where they thought they were intelligence wise from one to six. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and everyone would go around. I think, you know, this person's number one, I'm number four, two, whatever. And everyone had, they had to include themselves in the ranking. <clears throat> And uh, some of them were like Ivy Leaguers. Some of them were like high school graduate. One guy's in the military. And then afterwards, they had them take an IQ test and to see where they actually ranked. Yeah. And uh, it was pretty, the, the comment that everyone made, I kind of feel bad, felt bad for this girl a little bit, but there's one gr- girl who was like, had a PhD and had placed herself very high, one or two or something like that. And she ended up being dead last when it came to the IQ score by substantially like there was a, a like yeah. a, almost a standard deviation between her and the next one so it was kind yeah. of a, an illustration of that yeah that's true like she she was very confident in in what she knew and um and you know, and, you know there's there's something to be said for like difference between knowledge of a topic and just general iq and stuff but sure but yeah i mean it, it did kind of show this effect where where she was she was pretty pretty crestfallen when 
uh, when she placed last and she wasn't like, you know, below average or anything like that in, no. in IQ. They were, they're all, they're all know, bright, pretty smart people. But, but yeah, it was, it was interesting that just based on, you know, back someone's back educational background, um, she thought she could figure out where everyone was based on, based on that. And clearly that was not true. <laughs> Sorry, I just, this got me, uh, this topic has me a little self-conscious about my own, like, uh, academic career where I just, you know, I, I had trouble just focusing on one thing, right? Because I'm, I'm the mm-hmm. kind of person who, I, I get bored <clears throat> kind of fast with things. I'm always jumping into new hobbies and things like that. So, you know, I ended up with a double major and a minor. I almost ended up with... Uh, no, I guess they didn't let me do the minor. I almost did a minor too. So like I was just I was trying to study all these different things in college and just by the number of credits I had, they said, well, no, you got to stick with those ones. But like, <laughs> so, but yeah, it has me like self-conscious, like, yeah, I really should have just, you know, maybe I should have focused on just one or, uh, or picked things that were closer together. So it was a, a more narrowly tailored area of expertise, but oh, well. <laughs> Little did you know, Andrew, that you would become a famous podcaster in such a show where we t- cover a broad range of topics and you would be so valuable and your, your, your broad range of knowledge would help out here. So there you go. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, but yeah, that, uh, the IQ test video reminded me of just, uh, again, having the humility to understand that there's intelligence all over the place there's knowledge mm-hmm. all over the place just because you have more credentials than somebody you have more you know degrees than they do you've been to a better school you have a fancier job <clears throat> doesn't doesn't mean you you know more than them on every topic right there's going to be something that they right. do even if it's a, a job that you think is lower you know some blue collar trade or something they're going to be good at what they do and they're going to yep. be able to teach you something and then uh, just in terms of raw intelligence that hits all over the place. I mean, you have people who are, you know, not educated at all, but very, very smart. Yeah. Cause there's so much more to it than <clears throat> just raw intelligence as far as, you know, temperament to, to sit through the educational system that we have and everything like that. Right. Just yeah. might not really smart. People might have absolutely no interest in sitting, <laughs> reading books all day. So yeah. Uh, so they go elsewhere. I have an uncle who's really smart and he was just like one of these guys who's just bouncing all over the place, maybe super like ADHD kind of thing, but man, is he crazy smart. And, uh, he, he works for like the air force now and he has this mm-hmm. really good job doing like, um, <clears throat> testing on fighter jets and their, their structural integrity and all this stuff. And he doesn't have a college degree. And I'm like, how in the world did he do that? But he was just, I guess just started at the bottom and worked his way up and they recognized how sharp he was. But he was yeah. the kind of guy who just couldn't sit through you know, the classes. He just had a really hard, especially at a young age. He probably could now, but uh, he doesn't need to because he's got the job and he's you know near in retirement. But but yeah, there's yeah. people like that out there for sure. And I think it's important to 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 recognize that uh, we don't know everything. There's people out there who know more than we do everywhere. Yeah. Okay, so I have a question. Um, so it seems like the risk of having this learning being a dangerous thing is, is there's a small window where it's kind of risky. Once you, once you get past that, it seems like that kind of goes away. Is that, would you agree with that? 
Yeah, I think so. I think that's where like maybe maybe the that's what wisdom is, you know, like once you get mm-hmm. past just the the raw knowledge that you you figure out how to temper it and and how to use that properly. So I guess I would say that yeah, getting through that is um is wisdom. What yeah. Do you think? Yeah, do you for think sure. that's what that is. Uh, yeah, I think I think that's a good way to put it. Uh and I think that knowing that is a good is a good thing to do because then you can recognize as you're starting something new to just remind yourself to be careful. Okay, there's going to be a time when I'm going to feel like real excited about this and I'm learning so much and I've come so far. It's important to remember there's so much more to go. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. And and you know I'm, I talked we talked about martial arts and jujitsu. It it it's maybe because we talk about this all the time as a concept in jujitsu that it happens. But it's it's probably even easier in other fields to do this because in jujitsu there's a there's an actual rank system. Like you could be like, man, I'm getting this down. I got this. And then you look down and your your belt is still white and you got some stripes on it. And then you look at someone with a black belt or a brown belt or something. And you're like, okay, wait a second. Like pump the brakes. Like you're you're yeah. getting pretty good. For, maybe you're getting pretty good for your rank. Maybe you're beating up the other white belts. You're getting good. All right, good. Maybe you're getting ready to promote. But you can't, it's, it's hard to get too big for your britches when you can see other people like that. So it, just ha, being able to just remembering that, that black belts exist in every, in every field is maybe yeah. a good thing to remember. Yeah. And not only that, but like, um, take a look at, you know, when you're in that exciting, excited phase, you know, look at, look at those black belts, so to speak, look at the experts, um, look at the, the top level people and see if that's actually what you want to be <laughs> like, cause you don't want to go down a road too far and realize like once you strip the excitement from it, it it's not something you like at all. Maybe you just like being excited. So take, um, so it's worth take, taking the time to, and talking to people and observing, observing the high, pe- high level people and, and what their life is like and what, um, what they're actually doing at that level and see if that's still interesting. I think that's great advice. And I would also, I would add to that. Don't get discouraged if you go down some dead ends because that's life. If especially if you're, you're a younger person, just like, Oh man, I had this and I thought this is what I was going to do. It's like, Hey man, I've been there. (laughs) You know, that's that's just life about, right? Yep, exactly. You're going to have experience like that. Just keep trying and keep seeing if you can figure out the the road where you really want to be and through trial and error. Yeah, I thought yep. this was a good one. Uh, we're coming up on time, but yeah, um, maintain that humility when you're learning something new. Remember that a little learning is a dangerous thing and uh, make sure to follow us and subscribe to our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. Thanks for listening and we will see you guys next week. All right, we'll see you. There are only four right. things certain since social progress began that the dog returns to his vomit and the sow returns to her mind and the bird pulled bandaged finger goes wobbling back to the fire. And that after this is accomplished, and the brave new world begins, when all men are paid for existing, and no man must pay for his sin, as surely as water will wet us, as surely as fire will burn, the gods of the copy will hit us, with terror and